When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Hey, man. Hey, let, I'll first start with an apology to listeners yeah. for the wild delay that we've had. But Been a crazy week. Yeah, we're both back at work. <laughs> back at work, no time to play with the kids. Yeah. Sorry, I got to work this week, dude. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, you guys. Uh, you guys keep yourselves company. No, I, well, and I, I went on to Reddit saying we'd get around to, to getting one on, uh, I thought, Wednesday or something. But here we are. With it coming out on Friday. Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, no, but I, I, you know, it's been oh, two weeks or a week or whatever already. Yeah, I think we missed last week. Yeah, and, uh, most of this week, just a couple of slackers, dude. What not? But not really, man. We're back. Yeah, that's we're true. back to work, baby. We have <clears throat> where, decent excuses. Yeah. Where are you right now? I am in Eureka, California. Beautiful Northern California. Uh-huh. And I'm in at uh, the Com- Comfort Inn. Oh, you, you got yourself here. a Comfy Inn? <clears throat> got the Comfy Inn, man. I'm it's not a, bad. I'm at a Hambone Inn myself. There you go. Oh, I love the Hambone Inn. Yes, that was. I was. Uh, <clears throat> I was there recently. Oh yeah, we were at a we were at a Clarion last night, and you could. Uh, oh, you could hear you could hear the bad ideas through the walls. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What city are you in right now? Albany, New York, is where I'm at right now. Okay. Yeah, right on. The capital, capital city, Albany, New York. Just played at a place called the Egg, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's arch- It's a. <clears throat> I'm in performing arts centers now, Dave. Perf- of course, I'm a performing artist, Dave. I don't know where you play, uh-huh. but I perform art. And uh, <laughs> yeah, told dick, dick jokes in a very fancy theater tonight. Nice way to go, dude. Yeah, it was all look like the. Enterprise from Star Trek was cool looking, man. Oh, one of those like modern art, that that kind of uh, fancy architecture. Oh yeah, all that stuff. They really, okay. they really did it up. It's for theater, and then I guess you know mm-hmm. some dark. I guess post COVID, they got to let the slobs in there to make cover their expenses. Yeah, <laughs> got to fill that calendar with. Yeah, something. fine. I guess we'll let stand ups in here and tarnish the jewel of our city. Hmm. But, uh, so how's the run been, dude? You've been out for how long? 
I don't even remember anymore. Well, I'll look. Let me. I'll, I'll look at calendar right now. I'll tell you. Oh, I've been out since October second. Oh damn! Yeah, because I was in Chicago. I, damn. Yeah, it's it's one of those where I'm like, <clears throat> now that I'm back in it, I'm like, oh no, this is just what life is like. Yeah, that's true. It it takes me. It took me a couple of days to get kind of reacclimated to life on the road, but then like the last week, it's just like, oh yeah, this is just what I do. I just drive from town to town and check into yeah. hotels and then maybe at night i'll go tell jokes yeah what we were supposed to record last night but what happened dave oh i um i forgot and um i i ate some gummies and by the time you called i was like oh shit so by rights you're supposed to be listening to this episode yesterday everybody but mm-hmm. you know why don't, yeah. why don't we blame dave for once well in my defense we were actually were supposed to supposed to record the day before but what happened, Kyle? Oh yeah, look was, at us. We're both uh, oh, both yeah. just a couple of degenerates. <laughs> <That's too hungover. laughs> well, yeah, because I was in New York. Fuck, man, we got we got so we got two weeks of road wild road stories. Hell yeah, dude! That's what we got going on. I'm looking at a calendar now. I realize shit. All right, so <clears throat> a week ago I was in Dallas. Uh-huh. I was in Oklahoma City, Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, and Houston. Damn. Uh, tell you a funny story. We were in uh we were playing San Antonio at a place called the Paper Tiger, me and old Mike Weeby. And there's mm-hmm. two stages. There's a hardcore band next door. Okay. And we met we met the bass player of the hardcore band. He was watching uh-huh. our show. Uh uh real sweet fella. And uh we went and saw the, the hardcore band. And not to laugh at him because it's like I, I still don't know that kind of music, you know. Like Weeby's mm-hmm. the singer of rock and roll bands. I grew up going to mm-hmm. punk rock, so like it's still wheelhouse adjacent, you mm-hmm. know, ball ballpark music for me. Uh, and it, but just why the kids were violent. I saw one dude just like he was tying up his shoes, like he knew there was going to be like a prison riot about to happen. Oh, like yeah, he was getting the, he was putting the tight laces on, like shit's about to get yeah. nuts. And they were suited and booted. Yeah, man, they were they were swinging in San Antonio. But then it's funny because I never could get into the hardcore stuff. It's it's a little more. I I still want music to make me feel like happy. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like real aggro. You know, fuck you, Josh. I'm not calling you dad. Kind of vibes. Yeah. And uh, but they had the the audience that was wild, but the yeah the singer was like, oh, it's a comedy show next. I think it was a little mad that we had more people for the comedy show. And I, I will preface this by saying <clears throat> we're all good now. And shout out mm-hmm. to Hoods, shout out to Hoods from Sacramento. <clears throat> but it was funny because he's like, I got jokes, I got Andrew Dice Clay jokes. He's kind of <laughs> telling Roger, oh, you don't like that? Fine, go go see. Go next door, steal them liberal retards. And me and Mike were like, mm. all right, man. I don't know if he knows we're in the room right now. I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck. But then afterwards, we are talking to the bass player. And he came by. I'm like, hey, man, we're the liberal retards from next door. He's like, ah, yeah. oh, uh, these gas prices. I'm like, yeah, I did that. I'm, I, I'm in charge of the gas prices. But then he, mm-hmm. he left. And we were laughing about it. Like, it was still all in good fun. Like, I was, I was looking for Like, I kind of wanted to, like, talk shit. Not in a mean way, but, like. He's a front man. We're comedians. Like let's like let's mm-hmm. play the dozens. He still seemed like he was a dude that had a sense of humor, but it was kind yeah, of, it was kind of the, yeah yeah it was kind of funny. <laughs> and then he he oh. commented like then on Instagram the bass player put up a picture of me and Mike, and the singer was like good set guys. And I just I put like X I put like X liberal X retard X forever. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but that means straight edge. He's like, I never said straight edge, retard. I'm like, all right, this guy's funny. But yeah. yeah I've always been <laughs> jealous of uh, front men and women in, in bands. The, the, the between song banter, the bar is so low yeah. to, to get a laugh. Like, that's one thing I never quite understood. When I used to go to shows all the time, it seemed like just almost every band had some chatty lead singer, you know, and it's just sure. like, the, the, but the jokes, the, the bar was just so low. And it's like, I don't get credit for just thumbing a guitar I don't know how to play in between my jokes. You could. You should try. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could. Okay, Nick Thune pulls it off. <laughs> That's not a slight. Nick Thune's actually a beautiful guitar player, <clears throat> and it adds another element to the comedy. Mm-hmm. I do like when people like, but like what Nick does, it's like oh, provides like a background music for like the one liner style humor. The equivalent uh-huh. I think you would be talking about is like if you like a busted out a slide whistle in between the jokes, <laughs> <laughs> or just blew one note into a harmonica. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. We saw some fucking hardcore <laughs> dudes, but that was not, I had not, I'd seen hardcore bands on other lineups, but I never like straight up hardcore show. And these people were just doing the full swing. Yeah. What am I missing about hardcore? Cause even back in the day when I was into metal and a little bit of punk, I, I, I couldn't put my finger on why I didn't like it. Is it, is it just somewhere in between metal and punk and. Maybe a watered down version of both. What I don't, I don't. Well, understand. I mean, we, I mean, I'm not, I'm not firing shots. I just, I don't know why I don't like hardcore. Because it's, it's a hundred percent aggro, mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. and it's less about the music and more about the message of either straight edge. It's, I mean, the me- it's like there's vulnerable lyrics in some hardcore, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but a lot of it, like all the. Like I had this band, like I think all the songs were like, "I'll fucking kill you, I'll eat your king, triumph, justice." I don't know. It was all pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. It was pretty gnarly stuff. But uh, yeah, it, it was it was fun. With I was like, "Hey man, we're the liberal retards from next door," and he was like, "Oh, uh, mm-hmm. come on, man, kick it with me, dude." <laughs> <clears throat> but it's been good, man. I was oh. I was in New York for two days and stayed well. Sean, Tell me about Pat, that. I've, uh, 48 hours in New York was uh, mm-hmm. about 40 hours too much. but Really? Dude, it's just, I, I, I'm not built for it, man. Nah, me neither. I'm not built for the idea of uh, never up, knowing. Get away from me. Yeah, never knowing silence. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. experiencing silence or personal space. Yeah, personal space. Uh, That's my problem with New York. Everywhere you go, someone's within arm's reach of you. And and after a while, that just fucking grinds me down. Uh, yeah, a, a while for me was forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a. It was we packed it in there too. I mean, you know what? I, it's also I can't blame New York. Let me blame myself for a little bit. Let me blame myself for rolling in and not knowing how to go to bed before six a.m. after a travel day. Yeah. And that's what happens in mm-hmm. New York. You roll in, and then people are like, "I guess I'm going to turn in," and it's the time. Other parts of the city are already at work, and you're like, "Whoa, shit!" Yeah, but it was yeah. fun, What'd man. What y'all get into that night? Uh, what well, kept you out so late? Did uh, just man, just did a couple spots, and then we're at the comedy cellar, just drinking. And they closed doors, and your comics, all right, keep drinking. Yikes! How late well, y'all stay there? Till about 
five, and then we went Damn. to a bodega and got dinner that served as breakfast. <laughs> yeah, man. Air fried some fake oh, yeah. chicken nuggets, Sean Patton's, <laughs> and fell asleep on a leaky air mattress for about three hours. I think up up oh, until boy. yesterday, I think I got about nine hours of sleep over the course of three and a half days. Oh. Yeah, as I was running. There was no oil left in the engine yesterday. Too old for that shit. Yeah, but it took it took some years. I think I got some extra wrinkles under the eyes. But uh, now I'm out with old Sammy T. Sam Talent in the room next to me recording his podcast with Nathan Lund right now because we're all on East Coast time <laughs> having to catch up with our West Coast counterparts. Oh, man. That's adorable. Yeah, man. How, how, so how, the sh- sh- shows have been good, though? Shows have been real good, man. It's it's Good crowds? Yeah, well, I mean, you can speak to this, you know, when you haven't mm-hmm. been out. I've been out a little bit at this point. And uh-huh. so I got the hour, but then you don't really know. You know the material, but you're trying to figure out. You're still adding details and getting mm-hmm. to it. So it's it's growing and growing. And now I'm at the point where it's like, oh, I know the bits. Like I have a notepad on stage, but I'm not going to forget mm-hmm. the big chunks. Yeah. But I'm not bored with them yet. Or they're not stale, so I'm still having fun messing around and adding stuff. Because I feel like if I riff, then I forget where I am. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> now it's like, no, I know this stuff well enough that I'm not going to lose my play. I'm just, I, I'm not out of practice like I felt a month mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. No slight to the shows I've done a month ago. Those were still fun. Phoenix and Tucson mm-hmm. and and Burlington and everything. But it's feeling good, man. What about you, Hell Dave? Yeah. If you are in... Humboldt County, California, Bigfoot country, dude. Oh, dude. So squatchy. Would, so squatchy. Did you go out? I mean, you told me you did not squatch hunt tonight. <clears throat> what, did, what did you do tonight? What did you t- just tell me before we started? Oh, I just checked into the hotel a couple hours ago, and then uh, just then just watched the Braves get their ass kicked. So, oh, did I'm they? Just, I'm, an emotional, I'm an emotional wreck right now with these Braves. What, it's just up and down. What's it, three it's, and two? Yeah, it's 3-2 now, and uh, we jumped out to a 3-1 lead, you know, and in baseball or in sports, any any seven-game series, a 3-1 lead is a is a pretty comfortable lead, and the uh, problem is, last year, we jumped out to 3-1 against the Dodgers and wound up losing. And, oh, uh, so you're having a little deja yeah, vu. Little deja, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, oh. it's, it's just, uh, and I fuck it, the Dodgers. I hate the Dodgers so much, but it's because I'm jealous. They are so good. They're like they're they're a fucking all star team. Like every yeah. every player in their lineup is basically an all star, and they're just the big bad bully on the block. And they won. Braves they won last the year, right? Yeah, they won the whole thing last year after they beat the Braves. Uh, you know, they, like I said, they were down three one to the Braves and came back and won that series, and then uh, went on and won the World Series. So I think we had this. Ch- is, oh, is there boy. is there anything? Is there any at least like well, at least they won the whole thing. At least we lost to the champions. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's always kind of a moral victory, but uh, at this point, you know, the Braves are done with moral victories. At least my at least my at least goal. my girlfriend left me for like a real stud, you know. <laughs> yeah, like a like a, a like a hell of a guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, good for you, babe. Good for you. Yeah, but yeah, I just uh, and, and I just feel silly, you know. Just I'm a grown man, just screaming at the television, that's... screaming at, at men I've never met who are half my age. Asking them to please catch a ball. That's what happened. Just- <laughs> old, old Sammy T's disappointed in his Broncos tonight. Oh, it's it's fun. we're we're eating at a Thai restaurant at lunch today, and these two dudes rolled in. Uh-huh. They both got like one had like 
Notre Dame or something. They both had like Irish pride or something. And then they were talking about yeah. football because they were from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And they're just the most just American Irish guys. They just went to Boston as like a <laughs> pilgrimage to the to their racism. <laughs> just, and we're just joking like like how how soon because i'm sitting there like I, they're listening talking about sports and i'm like oh we get little candies with our check <laughs> I, was, I was excited about little candies like man how soon after we left did they both just call me a homo <laughs> i don't think they waited really i think i heard it on the way out the door but uh, oh you you they did say that no i was joking around oh but okay. they're real you could tell they're just Two Cleveland Irish guys that finally made a pilgrimage to the motherland of Boston. Yeah. Not yeah. not actual Ireland, but of Boston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the American equivalent. Yeah, they were they, they were thick in uh, a father and son. How was this place? Any fucking good? I'm like, all right, you guys. It's it's like when the when the kid. <laughs> it's like when the kid does a summer trip and comes back to high school with like a, a an accent from Barcelona because yeah. they went on vacation yeah. for a week. Like, calm down, <laughs> Cleveland. How long were you there for? Oh, man. Yeah. But so sorry about the Braves, buddy. Sorry about that. Oh, it's all right. It's, it's all right. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. And then well, you, you told me you, yeah. just, you had an omelet for dinner. You're, you're in, you've been in all yeah, these man. food places, and every mm-hmm. time I've spoken with you or texted with you over the past <laughs> week and a half, you've been eating at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, dude, I'm locked in. I'm two weeks away from the wedding. I've been dieting for like three months. I gotta. I, I can't. Cracker Barrel is dieting. You're telling me Cracker yeah, Barrel is dieting. Yeah, yeah. You want me to lay it down for you? You want me to explain? Yeah. What tell I've been me doing? how their microwave mashed potatoes fit into your yeah, five five tiered system of health <laughs> and weight loss. Delicious, fulfilling, five hundred calorie meal, dude. I've been eating the same meal. What is that? Three just, days the, in a row. just a napkin off somebody else's table. <laughs> Two grilled catfish fillets. All right. Uh, green beans. Oh, do the green beans Turnip still green. like they made them in a hot shower? <laughs> oh, they're definitely Del Monte right out of a camp, but that you know, hey, doesn't sound like they, a, doesn't sound like they heated them up in rice. a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> catfish, green beans, turnip greens, baby carrots, five hundred calories. There you go. Five. It, oh, and I, I just this whole tour, I've been eating one meal a day. So like, I've literally been eating like the last three days, five hundred calories a day. And I've been, dude, I've been, I've just locked in. I'm in the zone. Oh, I've been walking so, like five, so, six. So miles the wedding's a day. gonna be fun because you're gonna hallucinate before you pass out. Oh yeah, no. Oh, I'm gonna, yeah. It's 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 on. Are you gonna it's eat? Are you wedding. gonna eat the first actual meal you've wanted in a month, and you're just gonna go yeah. to sleep right there? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had any booze. I haven't had any fun food. Uh, yeah. So the wedding, just wear a helmet and stay out of my way. Oh, go so. ornery Dave coming up, walking up to that buffet with a baseball bat. <laughs> I want you to take this, and I want I just want you to Babe Ruth some baked potatoes right into my face. <laughs> but yeah like one of my favorite things to do when i tour obviously is you know check out the local eateries you know the good local stuff the regional stuff and i just i i I can't do it this this time just because i don't have if i start like if i have one little cheat day it's just gonna be it's gonna spiral out of control so i've just been eating omelets at denny's and catfish at cracker barrel i've been eating a lot of panda express just boring grilled chicken and veggies, but uh, <laughs> so, dude, this Cracker Barrel five hundred five hundred calorie meal, dude. I I mean, 
pound for pound, one of the tastiest meals I've ever had for 500 calories. I love that you're, be- I'm not I love saying, that you're believing Cracker Barrel. Dude, dude, it's a, it's a welcome sign. They have, they have rocking right. chairs on their porch because they know yeah, people awesome. are too fat to get in their cars after <laughs> eating that. I love a rocking chair. It's the equivalent of telling a drunk to sleep it off before they leave the bar. It's like, hey, why don't you take a seat in one of our rocking chairs? <laughs> Oh man! We know, we, but yeah, I got know, to know the staff We know you there. just had a, <laughs> a vodka luge <laughs> of cream corn. Yeah, Should take a little nap. Yeah, and man, even being in there and trying to do right's been tough. Like you know, the catfish and the turnip greens are delicious, but boy, it's been hard to pass up that chicken fried steak and fried oh, yeah. no you, you got to walk through Grandma's candy dish to get to the dining room. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of that old timey candy, a lot of but taffy. Yeah. But yeah, man, just, uh, yeah, I've been walking like five, six miles a day. Uh, Good on you, man. Yeah, just out there, just just wandering the streets. Been leaving the car park, just been out on foot, just wandering. Okay, I like how you (laughs) describe your days like like someone evading police. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got to lay low. I abandoned the vehicle and went out on foot. (laughs) (laughs) Got to stay off the major roadways. Oh, man, uh, the first night of the run, uh, when I was in Reno, I stayed at Circus Circus. You ever stayed at a Circus Circus casino? I, uh, that's where my parents abandoned my sister and I <laughs> on a family vacation to Las Vegas in the 80s. You know, famously family-friendly 80s Las Vegas. Just yeah. the remnants, like, no longer anything to do with the Rat Pack and just... Mm-hmm. The the fucking <laughs> coke den of flight attendants and dentists. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 80s Las Vegas. <laughs> they went there and my grandparents came with. Because like, my mom just loves Vegas. I think my dad likes it too. But like, no, we're going on this family vacation. And uh, your grandparents are coming with and they'll watch you. But then they were gambling. So it's just me and my sister were just loose. And it was the only family-friendly place in Vegas at the time was Circus Circus. And I, I, oh, admittedly, man. I thought it was great as a kid because they're also like I loved it, dude. Oh yeah, they're like because they realize it wasn't really our like this isn't really a vacation for the kids. So here's a ton of money to just piss away on video games and carnival rides. Yeah, yeah. I went and uh, messed around in the midway. I won some cotton candy playing skee ball. Oh, that was exciting. I love. Yeah, I, it's uh, just it's all the solo Dave playing <laughs> skee ball. <laughs> All the joy of a carnival, minus the hep C and pedophilia. It was, it was pretty rad. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, just safe, low. Pr- no, you know, no, nobody barking at you. Nobody trying to scam you. The inspiration you know? for a Dave and Buster's. Mm-hmm. Hey, this place would be yeah. great if there was no children here to ruin it. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, that was fun. Stayed uh, there. Uh, what else? Uh, I was in Eugene last week with uh, our buddy Billy Wayne Davis and uh, smoked uh, the most amount of weed I've ever had in one setting. It was uh, some sort of. Uh, oh, Bill, Billy Wayne. Yeah, Billy a, Wayne plus Oregon. I could see how that yeah. happens. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was intense. And uh, man, I, I'm so impressed by people who. I mean, I smoke weed frequently, but I don't smoke a lot of weed, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Um, you know, recreational yeah. use, but like, yeah, but man, well, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to 
I'm not throwing him under the bus. I, he talks about this all the time. But man, Billy, okay. like his tolerance. He has is a insane. podcast just about weed. Every <laughs> yeah, picture yeah. of him is standing in front of weed plants. I don't think he's gonna get pissed if you bring it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just always impressed by people like that. Just uh, he's that way. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if he still is in anymore. But Roy Scoville used to be that way in terms of like people who who can just get baked before a set and go up and do well. I, I cannot do that. I just turn into a zombie. Yeah, but yeah, like Billy, Billy Wayne like, Davis is like if Ernest P. Worrell existed in the <laughs> Cheech and Chong universe. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that is dead on. <laughs> hey, Vern, hey, Vern, I'm all real fucked up over here. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that was fun. Uh, man, Eugene is a, is a fun little town. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, had a good time there. Uh, Seattle was great. Uh, great shows in who, Seattle. Dude, who else uh, did you of, play with in Eugene? Uh, who was there? Um, you play with Andy... A- Rudy, Andy Ernst, Ernst, oh, and, uh, Rudy. Uh, no, Andy. I mispronounced it. Andy Andrist yeah. is a guy. Maybe that's yes. I think that's him. Older fella. Uh, for, yeah, first time meeting him. Super cool dude. Very nice. We hung out. Had a good time. Uh, Rudy met Rudy. Rudy uh, is my pal. Yeah, Rudy is my pal. Like a, from a good dude. He was telling me about y'all's escapades in, in Korea. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Given that, you, like. Maybe it's because you're watching the Braves and your southern accent's coming out a little bit. Oh, yeah. I was really thought, I thought <laughs> you were going to like, well, your exploits in Korea. I thought you were going to pronounce it that way. Korea. Yeah, you two, uh, y'all over there in uh, Korea. <laughs> That's funny to think that my accent comes out when I merely watch something southern. Like, yeah. it's not like all the Braves have southern accents, but just because they're the Atlanta Braves and I'm watching. No, but you were. comes out. <laughs> You were yelling at the great hillbilly hope down there and probably came out. I'm sorry. I've I've contemplated whether I should say that or not. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, I I could play a good run. Being in Chicago for long enough, I start getting to be like, yeah, no, go over there. Fuck that. Let's do that. Fuck those jack-offs. Like, it starts. No, I do that. I adapt to my surroundings, especially when I'm in New York, ironically. Every time I'm in New York, I start, uh, you know, Dropping my well, you don't drop your R's. That, that's Boston, but no. I do something that's that's not my normal. Oh, speed. you just you, you know, just go just... into full Sopranos <laughs> cosplay. <laughs> I don't go full, but just just I put just a little bit on there, and it's not it's not even really intentional. It's, I think it's just by osmosis, just being around it. But yeah, I notice that I do that sometimes when I travel. That I'll adapt, uh, you know, to whatever dialect is around. <laughs> So you, like I was saying, you're like the guys that go on vacation and then come yeah. back. Yeah, I'm those guys. I, okay, I want to go back to So Eugene was good. I'm glad mm-hmm. you saw my buddy Rudy. Absolute yeah. sweetheart of a man. Got got history mm-hmm. with that dude. Um, And then when you're in, you're in Portland, my uh, new adopted. Oh, well, I was... Yeah, Seattle after Eugene. Seattle oh, okay. was great. Uh, did eat some good food in Seattle. I went to um, Seattle Fish Guys. Imagine like an Italian deli, but they're Japanese and it's all fresh raw fish. Oh, so nothing like, like an up. Italian deli. <laughs> no, but it was set up so, like an Italian so the, deli. Like the like big what, meat they had a cases door and, and lights stuff. on inside. <laughs> what the fuck is that <laughs> doing Italian deli? <laughs> No, but like Imagine they had like the big Italian deli, deli case and you t- but it's actually 
<laughs> it's it's actually a Ford Taurus <laughs> that somebody uh, glued a bunch of succulents to the hood. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but you it, know it, what had I mean that, that? it had that feel to it. It had that feel where you just, you know, you pull a number, everybody's shouting and pointing at things a behind You went to a glass. market. Yeah, but, oh, it was great. And, dude, I had some of the best. I had uh, some scallop pokey. Am I pronouncing that right? I still don't know. I've eaten it for years. I still don't know. I think think poke. Poke. I had some scallop poke and some spicy salmon poke, and oh, boy. That was incredible. I'll get that once in a great while, remember Mm -hmm. how much I like it, and then forget to get it for a while. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So I had, uh, had a blast in Seattle, and then, dude, uh, I'm not saying my performance, but one of the be- most fun and one of the biggest, best turnouts I've had in a long time in Portland. Hell yeah. Uh, two nights ago. Hey, just, thank you, just, Portland, my adopted home yeah. town neighbor. Yeah, yeah, dude. They, a lot of folks came out, a lot of boogers. Saw a lot of, uh, it's weird doing stand-up comedy when there's people in the front row wearing a uh, naked caricature of yourself on their t-shirt. Um, so that, I stand that by, fun. I stand by the design. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a funny design. But, Bigfoot's the only one with clothes on. That's funny. Yeah. That's and he's funny. wearing a vest. <laughs> yeah. That's what's funny. Like he gets chilly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Portland was, was amazing. Uh, just, man, I, I've never even set foot in that club. Uh, have, have heard about it for years. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to do Helium. And, man, that was uh, quite an honor to get to play Helium. And great crowd, and, you know, great openers, just great staff. It was just awesome. So, yeah, had a blast. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad, man. I'm glad uh, <clears throat> Helium went well for you. It's always been – they were nice to me, and I was doing my real clunky comeback out of – covid shit last march and people were just mm-hmm. very understanding which i appreciate i needed my my fragile ego needed that <laughs> i'm sorry i'm eating but <clears throat> i'm eating weed gummies like i'm sitting at the movies with a bag of candy right now <laughs> oh good for you oh that's a great idea, a great <laughs> idea dude. I, I, I timed it i figured it will dip out before anything gets uh completely yeah. until you hear me drooling on the microphone um, um, I am guess glad. Where I, guess where I went yesterday? Uh, where was it? Cracker Barrel? Well, yeah, but uh, <laughs> somewhere else. Oh, really? Would <laughs> what, you get two hundred fifty calories um, at Cracker Barrel and finish it off over at Denny's? <laughs> Just a few miles north of where I was staying, I was staying at this nice old hotel. Well, it's a chain, but you ever stayed at a Red Lion hotel? Uh, um, I mean, I, if I have, I, at this point, probably. Yeah. It's um they're pretty cool. Like for I, I can't put my finger on it, but they're they're always really big and grand, but they're really? old. So it's not like yeah, it's not like a five star hotel, but like this one was just huge because I think they built it initially uh for like conventions and stuff. Just where are you at? I almost felt like where was this, this at? Uh in Portland. Oh okay. and I was staying right the hotel was sitting right on the Columbia River. Uh, right there on the border between Oregon and Washington. So I just my balcony just overlooking the river. And, uh, I'm looking yeah, up this hotel beautiful. right now. I see where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Red Lion Jansen Beach. But anyway, uh, yesterday, just a few miles north of there, I went to uh, this little um, kind of the banks of the river, this place called Tina Bar. And uh, that is the site of where they found some of D.B. Cooper's, Cooper's money. 
So I went and poked around over really? at Tina Bar to see if. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Tina I love, Bar is like a bar love, named Tina Bar. What is what are we talking? No, about? no, it's just it's like this little beach, like this. Not even a beach, just this little. You know how like these like rivers have like these little thing, inlets. Right. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, like that. So just uh, and that's where they found uh, you know like I think it was 1980 or something like that. Some kid was poking that's around they, down there and he that's found where they a, found the decoys of, that the flight crew threw mm-hmm. out. Yeah, <laughs> but that was cool. So I didn't find any uh, old money, but. Uh, that was cool. Went over there and poked around over there. Had a good time. And uh, yeah, man, man, Portland, dude, I could totally live in Portland. I know you have issues with the weather, uh, man. but that's—I mean—that's my own. Your boy's got to sort out his seasonal, his seasy depression, mm-hmm. his seasoned depression. Uh, and we're working out this. I mean, <clears throat> also last year. I didn't have anything to do other than lay in bed while it was raining, get up for a little while, and then mm-hmm. go back to sleep when the sun went down at 4.30 and it was still raining. Yeah. Now I'm working again. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that <clears throat> gives me purpose in life is happening again. So There you go. So I, so I, yeah. I, I, that, my, my issues with the weather are with myself, not with the location. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I really like Portland. That whole area up there, man, real nice. I had a great time. Yeah, man, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that went well for you. Glad you got dude. The drive today from Portland to Eureka, we've made that drive together a couple of years ago. Yeah. Man, that is such a pre- when you mm-hmm. when you get off the five. Uh, what is that town? Grants Pass, yep. Oregon. Man, you get off the five and get on the one ninety nine and go south, and and you take that for like an hour, and then you catch the one hundred one. But dude, that it was like I think I drove like seven and a half hours today. But man, all uh, of it was just absolutely gorgeous. I did that drive uh, about a month ago when I was going down to the shows in Arizona and everything to get to Eureka. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, the Jedediah Smith Redwoods State Park, I mm-hmm. believe, is that part of the stretch. I'm going to get uh, the highway number for you all if you ever get curious about a fun drive. I just don't have mm-hmm. it's not the most excellent internet here at the Hambone Inn. But I think that's Jedediah Smith Redwoods, and I think that's also where like they did the, um, like the what speeder bikes from Return of the Jedi. Not a big Star Wars fan, but you know that scene where they're chasing mm-hmm. them on the f- space motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that was, was that in, up there. That was in the forest up there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So cool stuff. But yeah. Cool Just stuff a beautiful right drive. And then the drive last week, the drive from Reno to Eugene was insane. I forgot which roads I traveled there, but uh I think I think that route took me over the Donner Pass or I Let's think maybe look it I, up. But I was way up in the way up in the mountains and dude, just absolutely gorgeous. Just mm. I'm gonna look at where that I'm now I love the mountains. giving people locations. Google Maps, not really trying to dance with me tonight, if I'm being honest. Donner Ski Ranch. I wonder if they bring it up. All right, well, Google Maps is not uh, not helping with this. But, uh, yeah, it's been good. I'm, I'm listening. That's what you're going to hear me right now is uh, <clears throat> that's me knocking on wood mm-hmm. because I want to make sure the rest of uh, both our tours and everybody out there doing a thing goes well. I um, Yeah. I got excited because uh, I don't know, like you were, we were texting back and forth, mm-hmm. just about being excited about doing comedy and like having oh, it man. go well. And uh, I got to throw a little shout to my boys Sean Patton and old Sammy T in the mm-hmm. other room, <clears throat> uh, getting excited about 
playing around on stage. That's what I want to talk about. You and that yes. show in uh, the show in Seattle, like, oh, I trust myself again mm-hmm. to like cut loose and see yeah. if an, see if an audience will follow me. Mm-hmm. And that's I've been like because I've been watching those guys and I could get in, I would get intimidated in the past because they're so good. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, what if instead of just getting intimidated, look at what's going on and how they're like, hey, they're having fun up there and they're trusting that an audience yeah. will go with them to a weird place. And if the audience doesn't, it's okay. You got material that works. You got all this other stuff to do. Yeah. And so I think I tapped into that, and it's been uh, it's been good. I hope I, I, I have, not, I hope lot, I have not cursed the rest of the shows on this trip. <laughs> I love getting inspired by watching my funny buddies. You know, like, you know, we're, we're friends with some of the funniest people in the world. <laughs> funny buddies and, <laughs> sounds funny like buddies. somebody went off their meds or hanging out with their funny buddies again. <laughs> but no, like Dave's talking to the to fireplace like, again. That's where his funny those buddies first live. Couple- those first couple of years of stand-up, I was so competitive where I was, like, you know, bitter when I found people that were, you know, oh, better sure. than me. And, and it, like, and no shit, dude. Like, I've just started. Like, everybody's going to be better than me when I started. But I loved that transition a few years later where it's like, you know, you get a little uh, confidence in your own abilities. And then when you see other funny people, it inspires you. You know, yeah. I, I get inspired all the time by just watching great stand up and be like, okay, okay, yeah, I got I still got some of that in my tank. Yeah, yeah. When it when it's stand up, you respect and you're like, oh, how can I get to that point? So I mean, there's there's popular stand up. I'm repeating myself, but popular stand up and good stand up, I in my opinion, rarely overlap right now. Yeah, that's true. So the good st- people liking popular stand up, I'm like, all right, man. Their success isn't going to take away from my success, but I kind of wish mm-hmm. all these people would uh, go and check out what real comedy's like. But that's probably yeah. like the analogy I've made in the past. It's probably like a lot of chefs uh, wondering why you're eating at Cracker Barrel, and I just had two Impossible Whoppers at eleven thirty at night. <laughs> so I, I understand. Yeah. Oh boy. It's, I'm, oh, I'm glad. I'm just. I'm glad, man. I'm in. I'm in a good. I'm in a good mood. I'm glad. You seem like you're in a good mood. We're, ca- yeah, we're countdown a couple weeks from this wedding. We're, we're, yeah, man. We are two, two weeks. Yeah, and we're very close to uh, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. You got. Are you doing any? I probably not because of the wedding. You got. You guys aren't doing Halloween stuff. No, I mean we're we're gonna you know kick it at the house and, and watch some scary movies and stuff, but I'm not I'm not gonna eat any candy or drink any booze. Are you gonna wear a costume? That sucks. Maybe I don't know. I might. I might dress up. I have no idea what I should dress up. You should just dress up like an '80s jazzercise instructor and just be on the mm-hmm. treadmill when the kids come, like through the <laughs> through the window. No, okay, all right. I got an idea. You make because you have a window that faces the street, right? Yeah, big big window. That's where the treadmill got a new bit about that. You, about the grossest red light district. I, I saw that bit. I think that bit is hilarious. <laughs> but what if you plan that? This is what you do. You get get some cardboard. You paint it to look like the screen that's on a Peloton. But it, frame <laughs> your win, frame your window with it, and you're the Peloton instructor. And it's like you're the one in the and the screen screaming at the people that are on their treadmills. That's funny. 
That's funny. I think it's a good idea. I always have good ideas for other people. I never have one for myself, but I always have fun ones. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of fitness, dude, I've been uh, – <clears throat> I got a new technique I'm using. I've uh, been watching so much baseball lately that I feel guilty yeah. for just sitting around for three hours, sitting on my ass watching a game. <laughs> So now I've devised. Said no other sports fan ever. <laughs> no, I do. I, I feel guilty when I just sit there and I'm like, oh, oh, I've been sitting for four hours and I haven't barely moved. Um, Would you feel less I've guilty if some- you're watching? What if you're watching The Sopranos for that long? Yeah, covered, yeah, just laying probably. there covered in red sauce, <laughs> just slipping around in your own Alfredo. <laughs> I've uh, I've devised a new plan that's working out for uh, for watching baseball. I do ten push-ups between every half inning. God, what do you think you're gonna make equates, the team? That <laughs> equates to uh, 170 to 180 push-ups, depending on if the home team bats last or not. You're a so, fucking yeah, psycho. Between, between, <laughs> yeah, I've been doing 180 push-ups every Braves game, and it's easy. Because you space them out. I mean, I could knock out 10 push-ups. Like, it's a piece of cake. And then you take, like, a five-minute rest because that's about the length of a half of an so inning. You're, so you're excited and, uh, for your first dance with Katie to be done with torn rotator cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, got to get in shape for this suit. I told the, the tailor to make the suit small, and he did, and now i got to fit into it. So, oh, boy. I'm on the home stretch. <laughs> this is uh uh, I mean, we're laughing about this regimen that you have this week, but next week I want to. I just want to hear you crumbling. Oh, dude! Like it, I have, I haven't. Usually, even when I used to diet, you know, fairly decently, I would still have a cheat day about every week, week and a half. I haven't. I, dude, I've been eating perfect for like a month now, and haven't had had booze in like two months. Good and, on you, uh, man. I always, I always fucking find myself in these fucking situations when I'm on tour. Like, um, I don't know. I've, d- I've done a bunch of tours where, like, remember years ago, I was shooting that stupid documentary. And yeah. uh, were you with us? Were you with us at Bridgetown? Did you do Bridgetown with me that year? I think. When, uh, uh, I think I was. I think. Yeah, I'm in the middle of this documentary, and I'm dieting back then. And then, of course, you know, I'm doing Bridgetown that's sponsored by, what's that, uh, what's the donut, Voodoo Donut? Oh, yeah, Voodoo Donuts and pizza. Yeah, so it's just fucking donuts everywhere. And, you know, and, you know, especially now, this this run, I'm up here in a cool part of the country. You know, Portland's such a cool town. Seattle's such a cool town. All this great food. Just, nope, I'll just go eat my turnip greens at Cracker Barrel. I was impressed. Yeah, that you, no. When you do commit to something, you commit. Yeah. Uh, you can stick with it. I am weak. I, I, am, <laughs> I am a weak man with that stuff. And so <laughs> I got back to Chicago. I was drinking there. And then <clears throat> the run with Mike, I think I only drank two nights on that one. Mm-hmm. New York was a fucking wash. And I think I'm so. What were you drinking? Uh, that, that night at the comedy cellar, what were you drinking? I was just tequila sodas, man. The, okay. the beer, the beer gets, uh, the beer gets me these days. So I gotta, yeah. looks like I'm, I got back away from the suds. Oh man, and that sucks because I named it a beer after you, 
uh, on our open bar at the wedding. I saw the canane. Yeah. All the other names are for canane. cocktails, and mine was just a <laughs> banquet course, which I yeah, appreciate. The canane is the course banquet. <laughs> Give me the stubby. Hey, you're named after this beer that comes in a little barrel. <laughs> Oh, I like. I thought I was. I was honored. I was flattered, man. Speaking of which, I'll run down the uh, the open bar menu Speaking real quick. Of which. Uh, so yeah, we got. Uh, here's our open bar for the wedding. We got the Katie, which is just uh, Pellegrino and lime. Um, we got the drunk Katie. Katie doesn't drink anymore, but when she did, <laughs> she was a champion. Oh. Uh, the drunk Katie is Grey Goose vodka, Pellegrino, and extra lime. Good for. Uh, right, we got, good for her for being fun with that. Yeah, Let, yeah. Oh, like no. letting She's, the drunk Katie dude, be out there instead of like, don't let's is, not address that I don't drink these anymore. Yeah. No, she she owns it, and this is what I'm impressed by her or anybody who who pulls this off. Like um, when we got back together uh, four four years ago, we were on and off. I've told the backstory, but we were on and off for years. Yeah, your your, and then va- we your took van like a, would get closer and further <laughs> away from her apartment over a while. <laughs> But uh, early in our relationship, back in the day, she was she she, she went pretty hard in the paint with the uh, with the booze, and mm-hmm. she'll admit that. And uh, but but when we got back <laughs> together, saying, between she went that pretty time, hard in the paint. Uh, she started drinking <laughs> paint after a while. Actually, that's what, <laughs> that's what I mean by that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she stopped drinking in between our two administrations, and in this what I call the current administration, she's been sober <laughs> this whole time. And I, when we first when we first got back together, and she told me she was sober, I was like, "Oh, so you know that that that's awesome." But I'll I'll uh, I'll respect your thing there, and I, mm. I won't I won't drink around you. And she was immediately like, "Oh no, no, you go ahead and drink all you want. Doesn't bother me at all." And mm. and and it's been that way for five years, and I'm just very impressed by that because. If I gave up barbecue and I started dating a girl who loved barbecue and ate it all the time, that I, that'd be hard to deal with. Like I'd be like, ah, that'd be so tempting, you know. Yeah. But she's she just doesn't give a shit. She's like, oh no, like she just made that decision in her mind five six years ago, and like to my knowledge, she's never been tempted. She's never relapsed. She's just like, no, that's just something I don't do anymore, but you go ahead by all means. Mm -hmm. And I always feel guilty. I'm like, you sure this doesn't bother you? And she's like, nope, go ahead. But anyway. That's that's cool, though. Yeah, yeah, super cool. So, yeah, she's having fun with the the Katie's, just the Pellegrino. We got the drunk Katie, which is just vodka soda, basically. Uh, The Dave, we got Jim Beam Black and a little Coca-Cola. All right. Uh, We got Got the Papa Strandberg, who's father in law. He's he wanted uh, he drinks Cabernet with ice cubes in it, so we got that for oh, him. Fruitless sangria. Uh, yeah, we got uh, the fancy Nancy, who's uh, my mom, mother of the groom. Uh, she doesn't drink, so just sweet tea and lemonade. Changing the all Arnold oh, Palmer yeah. to the fancy a di- Nancy, but diabetic Palmer. Yeah, <laughs> we have the Aaron, who is uh, Katie's maid of honor. Just a simple diet Coke. Uh, we have uh, the Cadillac Jack, who's uh, Katie's nephew, uh, basically a Cadillac margarita. We got Patron Tequila, Grand Marnier, Sour Mix and Lime. How's this, and then how old rounding is his nephew? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, you know, I don't, you know, he's <laughs> underage, but he, he, he likes to make drinks. He does, he does it. He's, he's 16. We got the fully and, loaded Shirley Temple. It is a, <laughs> to my it is knowledge, a pint of vermouth. <laughs> 
But every time I go over there, he's like, hey, you want me to make you a margarita? And I'm like, sure, teenage nephew-in-law, go for it. Hey, man. Um, Good on him yeah. for getting learning a trade. Yeah. More, so that's more a valuable Cadillac than Jack. a college job. <laughs> yeah. And then rounding it out, we got the Canaan, which is just a Coors <laughs> Banquet. So there you go. And then uh, also available, uh, we've got uh, La Crema Chardonnay, we got Modelo Especial, we got Fat Tire Amber Ale, oh. Heineken Non-Alcoholic Soda, and Bottled Water. So that is going to be our open bar, no. and I am I'm going to have them all. I'm just giving oh, away everything. Bartender. That's going to be. You should yeah, definitely have all the different drinks, <laughs> and with the first no. meal over 500 calories that you've had in a month, <laughs> and. Uh, I'll call the cops on you now. <laughs> you might want to just turn yourself people, in ahead of time. Wonder how often people barf at their own wedding. Oh, that that's got to happen a lot, right? All the time. All the time. Yeah. Well, see now this is where I'm because I'm if I'm the best man, I'm responsible for you. Oh, is that how that works? And, I, yeah. Uh, what are your responsibilities? What are you supposed to do? There, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a full Godfather role or if it's just <laughs> more of a zookeeper kind of thing. <laughs> just keep, make sure he's on the lawn. Just keep him on the lawn. Don't let him. Oh, don't yeah. keep, close the fence. Otherwise, Dave will get out there. It's a big. It's a big <laughs> desert, and he likes to see all of it. Uh, oh man, we, I was talking to the caterer the other day about hors d'oeuvres. Got uh, got some deviled eggs. Beautiful. Got uh, Love a deviled some egg. pimento cheese tea sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Little watermelon slices, and then we got mm-hmm. uh, imported straight from Louisiana. We're gonna have some smoked boudin. Oh, you know, little, little boudin sausages. Nice. Get up on that boudin. Nice, nice. So yeah, yeah, man. This is. I was I was telling a few people just how, like how excited you are. It's it's like I think it's very cool. And very refreshing to see a dude this excited about his wedding. Yeah, well, I've never, uh, you know, it's just a big party. I, I mean, I've, I used to throw parties and stuff, but like, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. And I, you know, I, I am excited, and uh, you know, I'm obviously I, I love Katie, and, and you know, I'm just ready yeah. to do all that. But I'm also, I'm also like, I'm taking this weird sense of pride that I waited this long. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's something to be proud of, but like. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm not 22 getting married or I'm not getting married because I have to, you know. It's just like, no, I'm in my 40s. I've never been married, don't have any kids. Finally found the right person, so let's blow it out, man. Let's let's have a let's have a good time. Yeah, but it, I'll say it seems like yeah, it's more of an adult wedding of like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, you realize it's about having a good time, not the imagery or you know the mm-hmm. the the ceremony or you know those kind of traditions it's about like no let's yeah. all put on nice clothes and have a real fun time and to yeah. like and to say you have always like when you've had parties you've like had the music going and you got food out mm-hmm. and it's like it's always been good vibes at an old Dave well, stone bash yeah man like and not to small be gatherings about it, but that's <laughs> that's one of my favorite things in the world is just hanging out with people i like and eating good food, listening to good music, doing whatever, you know. But uh, I, just that that fellowship and that, that, you know, I'm not like a social butterfly, like in the sense that I don't go out a lot and stuff. But, man, if there's an opportunity to fucking fire up the smoker and have some pals over, dude, that, I love that. So that's what I'm – this just feels like the ultimate, you know, cookout with your buddies. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm stoked. And 
Yeah, I will say though, what one of you had the Thanksgiving at your house one time. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great. Thanksgiving was great. Mm-hmm. And then wasn't there a, a rogue turkey? A rogue turkey. Yeah, that sat in a cooler. Oh no, that was the that was the turkey brine. I brined the turkey oh. in the cooler for a couple of days, and I put in a bunch of you know chicken stock and. And lemons and oranges and all kinds yeah. of shit, and then I uh, and then I took the turkey out, cooked it, and did all that, and then I left all the brine in there and for yeah, like that, three months. That, and yeah, a few turned months. Turned into a solid. That that that, mm-hmm. that evolved into a Dahmer-esque scene. Yeah, it was gnarly with that thing so out there. Of, oh, I thought it was yeah, like a I whole took, turkey. <laughs> I was like, cool. No, man. no, it was just the brine. But like, there was like fruit and onions and garlic and all kinds bay leaves and shit and chicken stock, and it just turned into this giant gelatinous, disgusting cube. I think that's I how that that's how you'd make a ghost. Wash. You'd make that. You could make a ghost <laughs> not from a human spirit that way. I believe that. Oh my god. I took that cooler uh, when I finally decided to clean it. I took it to the car wash. Well, what? So you could and, burn uh, the car wash down with it? And I'm, I'm just out there with a fucking high powered hose gun, <sighs> and uh, people were like looking at me like it looked like I was cleaning up a fucking crime scene. Yes, yes, it absolutely did. Mm-hmm. I can brought brought him the wrong kidney. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think that was the same thing. Dre- too. You dress in the- one of the medevac outfits, hose, hose it out a cooler. <laughs> uh, I, they said that- liver. I brought a kidney. Anyway, that thing spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the same Thanksgiving that I uh, got excited to make you a single serving of homemade whipped cream. Oh, because yeah. Because we had ran out, and you were eating a piece of my chocolate pecan pie, and I was like, hold on. Very good. Let me make you some more whipped cream real quick, and I whipped it up real quick, and because whipped cream is so easy to make. You just need heavy cream and a little vanilla extract and some uh, uh, powdered sugar, mm-hmm. and uh, I, for- I forgot to put the sugar in it, and then you ate it, and you had this weird look on your face. I was like, what? It's yeah. fucking awesome. And you're like, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot to put the sugar on. Yeah, so I just I, gave you like. I thought it was like a, a chef's choice of like, no, it's the subtlety <laughs> that really brings out the flavor of the pie. I'm like, all right, well, it tastes like the inside of a pillow, but maybe it's a texture thing. Maybe it's not all about the taste yeah. buds, it's about the mouthfeel. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. I got I, I hard. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? Thanks for ruining Thanksgiving, Dave. <laughs> Thanks for ruining the only holiday that's ever mattered. <laughs> there was going back to like Katie oh. being good about the drinking thing. There used to be a dude mm-hmm. in L.A. that would like that quit drinking, and to celebrate him quitting drinking every year, he would throw a kegger. <laughs> but it would be the beer that's that he used funny. to drink, which was um, uh-huh. Steel Reserve. Ooh. Yeah, what what, are, what yeah. do they call that stuff? Like high elevation uh, something. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like harder core yes. malt liquor, and yeah, so just yeah, like eight percent something like that. Something I forget what it is about about it, but they uh, yeah. So a whole party housed on steel reserve. People are like, yeah, like it was the early days, of L.A. To, so people were still drinking, drinking, and, but then it's like, well, mm-hmm. it's beer. I'll just keep chugging these down. Like, no, no, that's steel reserve. And so I wonder if that was that guy's way of secretly remaining sober because he could <laughs> observe how he used to behave. That's true. That's not a bad And he's like, oh, look, this is, uh, this is terrible. Yeah, I never liked that. 
Steel Reserve. You know what I did like that I I don't even know if they make anymore. I used to love Ice House. Oh. I know that's kind of a cheap, shitty beer, but it it had some weird little bite to it that was pretty unique, and I was like, oh, this is this is not bad. I would get down an Ice House. Um, here we go. Steel Reserve, Wikipedia, High Gravity Lager. It, High Gravity. Yeah, and it's yep. it's eight point one. Oh, discontinued uh-huh. as of August. Oh, R- darn. R.I.P. That's your boy's Molson Coors. Discontinued it. R.I.P. Hmm. Steel Reserve. But yeah, uh, so is that frequent choice of uh, the, the, the unhoused. <laughs> the, the high gravity. <laughs> Hope that wasn't offensive. One. <laughs> <laughs> By noticing that the unhoused. Oh, man. They love a steely. <laughs> well, you went with, at least you went with that new verbiage. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> What's the point of high gravity? Is it just right? <laughs> is it just higher alcohol, or is there something the else? Fuck in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost hear when it happened. Oh man! Speaking of which, there my hotel in Eugene. There was there was literally a dispensary in the parking lot of my hotel, and that's uh, just oh a drug boy. dealer, Dave. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> This guy had like a weed yeah, this, food cart. <laughs> this dispensary was in a station wagon. <laughs> Wild, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You can't. Dude, that, uh, I, like I said, I smoke frequently. And, you know, California, we're all, you know, up our own asses about, you know, we got the best bud. And I don't get too deep into it. But, you know, I, I have my preferences. I'm starting to learn, you know, what I like. Yeah. Man, this shit up in Oregon. Good Lord. Well, was it? Did, were you smoking your own, or were you smoking something Billy Wayne had? No, I was smoking stuff that I bought at that dispensary. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what I was smoking. Uh, I bought a, I bought a bunch of pre rolls. So I was gonna say if you were uh, smoking Billy Wayne stuff, I think he probably goes for the high octane. Oh yeah, no, Billy's a fucking sommelier of weed. <laughs> um, yeah, I've smoked something called Narnia, something called Kush Cake, um, Wapa, Mac One, like just. Boy, oh boy, I um, oh yeah. After the show in Eugene, in Eugene, Eugene. I got a uh, I um, the venue was about three and a half miles from the hotel, so I took an Uber there, and then on the way back, on, on the way home, I took an Uber. But I was blitzed, just just blitzed off these these pre rolls. Yeah, and I get in the Uber. And the guy's like jerking around and slamming on the brakes and blah, blah, blah. And, dude, I got sick as shit. And I was like, dude, you got to pull over in the next five seconds or else I'm going to puke in your car. And uh, he did. He pulled over, and I just hopped out. And I walked. This is like at 1230 in the morning. And I walked three and a half miles home. Just because I, I, it was a combination of being too high and getting motion sickness. I was about to puke. And I was like, dude, you got a, you got five seconds to pull over. And he was like, what? I was like, I, I'm, I'm motion sick. I'm going to puke. Pull over. You- and, uh, and, I, and I said, I'll be all right. I'll just walk the rest of the way home. You can close the ride or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I walked uh, over an hour in the middle of the night in Eugene oh, in my <laughs> – oh, my God. That's all right, man. I ate birthday cake out of the garbage in San Antonio. Yeah, how'd that happen? Well, there was some birthday cake. <laughs> and it was in the garbage. Well, it wasn't it, it wasn't yet, and I'm like, I don't want that. But they could tell I was like, it looks it was like a good look good. 
And uh, like, no, I don't want it. Throw it out. Throw it. it was just some people are just having a birthday at the at the hardcore show at a picnic table outside the hardcore show. And, oh. the, and the lady throw it out. She's like, I'll better put it on top. I was like, okay, put it on top. So it was just sitting on top of the garbage. So I costanza a little bit off of there. Yeah, I I got no problem with that, dude. I got weeby into it for I, a bite or two, and then another person was down with it. Like it was on the top. Like the garbage was just a mm-hmm. table. Yeah, I've eaten chicken fingers out of the trash. At, at Longhorn. I used to eat food off of people's plates. I, I just shit. said I had the trash. And why do I think you saying that is way worse than me? <laughs> because I just oh, talked about birthday cake out of bar garbage. Tables? And you're like, I used to yeah. eat chicken fingers out of the trash. I want to be like, you oh. fucking hick. <laughs> yeah. But why would I be I like that? <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing yeah. I just said I did. At least there was no frosting on it. Chicken fingers. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> Adjacent to refuse is refuse. <laughs> you gotta leave. Are you I think, leaving? I think I just, I think I just blasted. Real quick, off, let man. me tell you a movie. No. Let me tell you a movie I watched that I think I think you've talked about this. This seems like a movie you'd like, and I've never seen. I watched Slapshot for the first time. You ever seen Slapshot with Paul Newman, the hockey movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I watched it later on in life, like maybe only a few years now, ago too. Good time. Now that I say that, I don't know why I think that's a Kyle movie. <laughs> like right when I said, you know, that hockey movie, and I'm like, wait, Kyle didn't give a shit about hockey. Weirdly enough, maybe though, I'm confused. What? Why are you? Confused? I'm confusing that with um. What, who the Canadian dudes? Uh, Strange Brew. For some reason, I think any anything hockey is just Canadian, and I was think, I, thinking of those guys, even though they're not affiliated to that movie. Never mind. <laughs> it was a fun movie. <laughs> the three brothers, the three brothers on the team. The I don't know brothers. if you saw that scene, but they yeah, uh, they a, get in a, a fight. <laughs> they get in a fight with the crowd. Somebody threw something and hit one of them in the stands, and they all jump in the stands, and the guy who got hit grabs this dude and punches him, and then one of his brothers was like, no, not that guy, that guy. And then he grabs another guy and punches him in the face. No, no, not that guy. <laughs> They're just punching all these innocent dudes. <laughs> it was such a funny scene. <laughs> no, not that guy. I like, it's but he a- did that like six <laughs> times. It's like you're doing the thing like so blind people can enjoy movies. Somebody has to speak the action between it. But it's you really having a good time at the movie, too. No, that he's like hitting a totally different guy. And you're just cracking up. And the blind person is like, I don't think I'm enjoying this movie as much as I thought. Oh, man. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, the the Uh, Hanson Brothers. A lot of ties to punk rock. Oh really? Uh, who are they? Are they actors? I think no. I think I, mean, I know band, actors, I think, they were in that movie. Uh, now that I said that, I don't know too much about it. But mm-hmm. I, no, I, there was always there was always a band that were like I think they were the Hansons, and okay. they were like a Ramon style band. But all their covers, they like was the Ramones, but dressed up as the Hanson Brothers. <clears throat> they they get a frequent nod in the pop punk world. Okay, right on. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Hey, uh, real quick, did you hear uh, did you hear the news about Alec Baldwin today? No. You didn't hear about this? No. This just happened. This is breaking news as like an hour ago. Uh, I guess he's filming a movie in New Mexico. Uh, I think it's a Western. Shocking. And they had uh, prop guns. Oh, no. And 
he pulled the trigger on a prop gun and it killed the cinematographer. What? This just happened. That's crazy that that could happen. It's he got he got nuts, man. He got Brandon Lead. Yes, I really was. No, be, I was being silly because I yeah. thought it was going to be like a fun joke. No, no, this is yeah. I probably should have let warned you, but yeah, um, I don't have her name right now. It was a female cinematographer, and she is dead. And then the director is in critical condition. Holy How shit! How does that fucking happen? Why is there live ammunition on set at a well, western? I wonder if it was a, a Brandon Lee type thing. Hey, which is what I, I know he died, but what was there some suspicion to how he died? Well, like even like when there's blanks, purpose. there's still stuff in there that at sometimes at close range. Oh, okay, I see. Get what you. I thought you meant okay. I was thinking somebody somebody switched it with the real ammo. Uh, oh no, that'd be horrible. But yeah, but yeah, Alec Baldwin just. Well, this was. A, I mean, obviously, you know, he's not to blame, but jeez, uh, it was a horrible way to end a very fun episode. Yeah, sorry about that. That was breaking news. I thought you'd get a kick out of it. A kick? Uh. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> Kyle loves S and G's. He's up for shits and giggles. Hey, Alec Baldwin shot a guy. <laughs> thought you'd get a kick out of that. <laughs> I thought you'd find it interesting. <laughs> Not a kick. <laughs> you know who loves accidental uh, manslaughter. You know, you know, yeah, you know, you get a real chuckle out of this tragedy. Oh my god, <laughs> <clears throat> Oh god, thank god we oh didn't. Thank god. god we didn't do what we were trying to do, which is be more professional. Oh. And at the beginning, say this is Kyle and Dave, and this is the Boogie Monster, so that way people don't know what the show is. And can identify us as making light of Alec Baldwin killing someone. No, I'm not making light. It's just, you know. No, I brought it back around crazy. weird. That's on me. That's, that's all right, buddy. <clears throat> that's uh, on, old, that's on old Kyle and his 20 milligrams <laughs> crumbling yeah. at the news. I what, uh, what, what, what are you on? What kind of gummies are you on right now? I don't what know. Take? Watermelons. Oh, that's what I'm taking. Plus the little circular tin. No, there's Plus watermelon uplift flavor. Sour watermelon. Oh, okay. Can of sour. Um, I, I thought I was looking at a UFO for about five minutes yesterday. I really oh, did. I bet you did. I, um, there's a beautiful park, a little park <laughs> near the uh, hotel. What was it? The light and, in the bathroom? Uh, when, when I, <laughs> I can. Beautiful park. <laughs> and. I sat on this bench, just stoned for like an hour, and just overlooked the water, overlooking the Columbia River. It was beautiful. And there was like this sparkling light out in the distance, and I was like, holy shit, this is a UFO. And for like five minutes, I stared at it, and then I eventually figured out it was uh, some sort of tower at the Portland airport. <laughs> you you on the road is like definitely like someone who faked their own death. <laughs> You stay out of the public eye. You you only go to Cracker Barrel because you know you'll blend in. You know you'll blend in at Cracker Barrel. So that's why you just eat there. Because those are your people. They wouldn't rat out. No. <laughs> they wouldn't rat out a familiar. Mm-mm. <laughs> Touring does feel like being a fugitive on the run. 
You know, you're in a different city every day. You're on the move. Yeah, you're figuring, checking out, into hotels figuring out what you need alone. in your backpack for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I always feel like I'm on the run. He's on the run. But no, nope. now you're settling down. Ooh, now, yeah. you're, now you're at that, oh, what if it's that version? It's like it's like Heat. You're Robert De Niro mm-hmm. and Heat. Never let yourself get attached to anything you cannot walk away from in five <laughs> seconds flat. 30 seconds. <laughs> You ever notice Val Kilmer's elbow in that movie? He's got this huge growth on his elbow, and I can't tell if it's the character or the actor. He's got a big old knot. It's fucking disturbing. He's got like an apple on his elbow. This has been Dave's all over the fucking place. Celebrity trivia. Alec Baldwin shot a guy 30 seconds ago. You ever see Val Kilmer's elbow in heat? It's alarming. You're killing me, man. <laughs> Next time you watch that movie, you take a look at old Kilmer's elbow. Something's going on. <laughs> and I don't th- I think it's gotta be him because they never address it in the character. It'd be different if like, oh, I was an old hockey injury and that's part of the story. But like they never address it. So I don't know if Val Kilmer himself has a fucked up elbow or they were just having fun with prosthetics or something. I don't know. I think the characters are rough and tumble. He was probably not not on one of the main jobs that De Niro set up. Mm-hmm. He was on a side job. Mm-hmm. Probably took a spill mm-hmm. over a counter. Yeah. Val Kilmer's Super elbow. Super Bowl cleaned him out. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling Val Kilmer's elbow. Let's see if it comes He's not up. married to a gambling junkie. He's uh, Mark Twain. She got a great Val Kilmer's ass. elbow and heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- but this is because they're all, this is because it's listening to me. What do you mean? That's because the computer's listening to me, probably. Oh, no. Oh. Never mind. But what is because? What's happened? Broke, that broke his happen? arm filming the doors when he performed a jump from the stage into the crowd and the stuntman failed to catch him. The injury has left Kilmer with an abnormal growth on his left elbow that can clearly oh. be seen many times in heat. Look at that. See, I'm right. Okay. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, it's alarming. I had noticed his elbow. Mm-hmm. Kill me's Bobos. Gotta love that movie. It's a good movie. All right. What do you say, man? We, we, we had a topic this week? No. It's not a chance. <laughs> not a chance, buddy. <laughs> uh, where This comes out Friday. Where are you at tonight on Friday? Mm, and the rest no, of the weekend. Plug North your, Ham- plug your Northampton, Massachusetts. It got moved. It was at the Iron Horse. It's been moved. Uh, please Google. I should Google that right now. That's all. Look up. Uh, so that's where I'm at. Uh, uh, I just want to make sure I get out the rest. It's not. You'll fucking find it if you're there. Uh, I'm at the Wilbur in Boston on Saturday. That's going to be a big one. Nice, dude. That's a nice. big old one. And then I'm at. Uh, take some pictures. Make sure you take some pictures of some of these cool theaters. Uh, yeah, I take them and then I just have them. You know, I don't. I don't share all the things. I take them. I'm like, well, this is for me to look Send at. Them to and me. Feel good. I, I, I'd like to look at them. All right. I'd like I to see some of these theaters. Okay. Yeah. The, look up the egg in Albany. Real fun, weird shape. Okay. Spaceship of a building. Um, and yeah, yeah and let's then, address real quick. Let's just. I know you're too humble to ever fucking talk about this shit, man. But you've been doing comedy a long time. 
And I know these aren't your first. I know you've done theaters in the past, but you're doing a lot of theaters now, man. And that is, as any comedian knows, that's a huge milestone. Yeah, man. That it, it most feels of cool. us will never achieve. Thank you. Buddy. Most comedians will, ne- will never play a legit theater. You hear, Dave? Like, most 90, of you will 90. never achieve this. Seriously, no. That that's a, that's a big deal, dude. So congrats, man. Have fun with that. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was nice. Fucking rad. And some people just get YouTube success and sell out multiple fucking nights. Mm-hmm. Somebody else's success yeah. does not take away from my success. I'm saying that to myself. Exactly. I'm going to try not to hang up on you. My ear. No, don't hang out. up, Dave. No, don't hang no, up. But every time I, what are we? What, Katie what, got me these weird new. Now you tell the, uh, you tell your dates, Dave. That's the thing. I told my dates. You tell your dates. Uh, tonight and tomorrow, Friday night, Saturday night, this week, I'm in Eureka, California. Oh, It's yeah. Savage Henry Comedy Club. Good times uh, over one there. One show each night. Good times. Yeah, love that Henry. club. Love that whole crew, that Humboldt crew. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, one show Friday, one show Saturday, and then I drive home. I'm done with this run. So thank you, Reno, Eugene, Seattle, Portland, and hopefully thank you, Eureka. But, uh, yeah, been a good run. Had you, a lot of fun. Are you Hawaiian shirting on these stages? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I think I've rocked the Hawaiian shirt twice. Yeah, just that, and then uh, back to the old black denim. Okay, you know, all right. Fat ninja. So, <laughs> well, shit, man. Well, fucking shit, dude. I'm gonna go watch TV. Yeah, what are you gonna watch? I have whatever, man. Get into it. Have some fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Nothing's going to connect. I just want to look at the pictures. Yeah, it's all, it's all made, all right, it's buddy, made its we'll way into my you, bloodstream. Uh, <laughs> we're going to try to get back on a normal... Uh, well, we could talk about that off the air. We'll try to get back to normal <laughs> schedule next week. So we'll figure all that we'll out. We'll go, try. Go mon- right. I go home on Monday. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get back on track. Well, we appreciate, all right, buddy. appreciate your patience, everybody. Yeah, we do. The Boogie Monster.
Star Bands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.